Hey there, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Crossfire Faith and Gaming, the podcast. We really encourage you to uh, like our podcast, subscribe on the uh, various channels, give us a review if you're listening to this and share it with your friends. We hope to create a wonderful podcast and an incredible community where everybody is welcomed, where uh, we can have a diverse group of voices. And so today's podcast, we have a special treat for you. Russ and I talk about our reactions to the PlayStation 5 reveal event. And then we talk to George Herrera about his new game, Discover God, coming out for Oculus Quest. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And I hope that you'll tune in this week and every week to Crossfire Faith and Gaming. Yeah, I mean, rate the conference, right? Rate what you just watched. How does it make you feel? Hmm. And if it's not a great rating, why? Why? What would have made it a better rating? What was? Yeah, it I think for me, it's it's going to be a seven, uh, and here's why. Okay. I think we hit all the points I was hoping for, um, except I would have liked to see more UI. I would have liked to see more interface. I would have liked to see a little bit deeper dive into. Um, Beyond just the gameplay and the box, um, the interface. Yeah. So. Well, I, I guarantee you. I give it a seven. I, I guarantee you, now that they've shown the box, I don't see us going a couple weeks without a teardown video on the PlayStation and showing all that stuff. But that will sure. probably be separate. Just the fact they showed the box, um, I think, helps that. I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Um not fully perfect um, because there were those few games that we saw that look interesting, but I have no idea what they are. Right. And I hate when that happens because I'm just like, okay, do I play as a cat? What's the goal of that game? What's the space game? What's what's <laughs> the alien game looking game? A little, a little girl, girl to the moon. The moon. Um, yeah. Volcano high. I, is that going to be an RPG? Like that's what it looks like or, or a, a point and click. No idea. There's, there was a bunch of games that we didn't know what they were about. That stopped it from being, a nine or a 10. The gameplay they did show though. So good. Ratchet and clank. I'm so excited um, for that game. Uh, Horizon. Obviously I wanted to see, I wanted to see gameplay for that, but, and I have a bad feeling the fact they didn't put a date. There was no official like gameplay demo of it. It's, it's gotta be, I would say 21 uh, late 21. Yeah, I don't know. Like fall. I feel like if it's if it was going to be holiday 2020, if it's going to be a launch title, I feel like you say that. Um, oh yeah, they would have. It's definitely not 2020. Um, and the fact that they didn't even say 2021 makes me think end of 2021 because it could get pushed to 2022 with the space. Uh huh. Um, sp- I am glad Spider Man's coming this fall. Yeah, that's. I mean, we forget that Spider Man's 2020, so we're gonna get the Miles Morales adventure on PS5. Uh, what else was 2020? There was a couple others. Uh, oh, that. Was that game we really liked? Uh, the Kenna game was that 2020? Um, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. I, I want to say it was 21. That. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, might um, I'm getting all like the Reddit updates of everything like happening. Well, um, so before we end, because um, I think we should probably wrap this up. Yep. 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 Um. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to say? Other than that, I mean, it's what I wanted. It hit expectations. They hyped it, and I'm not like I'm not coming away from this disappointed. Where I'm like, what the heck did I just watch? Right. 
you know, and, and again, and I've said this and I know we've talked about it. We're, we're covering Xbox. We're doing that. But I was disappointed. Like I was disappointed after the Xbox showing and this one, I don't feel that way, especially after seeing, um, seeing this happen and seeing the box and all that. Well, so. and I think Xbox messed up with their marketing. Uh, I think as I understand it, they were really looking at third party developers. Um, so that conference that they had before was totally a different beast than what we just saw from PlayStation. So I hope Xbox can come back in July, redeem themselves, show us a really good offering of first party uh, or exclusives. Um, I don't know, but but I think the other thing is the two studios have always been very different. Xbox is really focused on that multiplayer experience where PlayStation has been more focused on single player experiences. Um, we'll see. We'll see what we have. And then we uh, talked to George Herrera about his new game, Discover God, coming out for Oculus Quest. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, my name is David Petty from Crossfire Faith and Gaming. And I'm Russell Dornish, uh, your co-host for Crossfire. And we've got a special guest with us today. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and allow him to introduce himself. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Yeah, thanks, guys. So my name is George. Um, from California. I live in Manchester right now. And I'm the founder of Bright Light Labs and the Discover God app which is a first-person Jesus Christ virtual reality video game. Wow, that sounds really interesting. Um, Russ, I think you've got some questions for George, right? Yeah, so um, so tell us a little bit more about your video game. Tell us a little bit more about why did you start um, you know, your, your company and to, to develop the games and kind of what's your goal with the, the game you're creating? Sure. Um, Basically, the journey started when I got introduced to digital theology as a Bible student in Manchester. Um, I attended a spirituality and video game seminar. And me growing up playing video games, pretty much playing Grand Theft Auto every day as a, as a young person, uh, Mario Kart, Tony Hawk. Um, when I saw that seminar, I was immediately intrigued. And so when I actually attended it, um, I was really, really surprised that actually our Christian faith and video games and digital spaces in general actually interconnect in a lot of ways. Um, I got introduced to a video game called That Dragon Cancer by Numinous Games, in which um, it's basically one of the ways that I've heard it described is an interactive documentary. And so basically in the game, it starts off with a three-year-old kid being diagnosed with cancer. And it just takes you on a journey, basically. And actually, what these guys are really good at doing is provoking emotion. Um, and that's something that I've kind of never really felt before playing video games. Like, yeah, you get mad when you lose and you're happy when you beat people and stuff like that. But they actually provoke happiness and sadness, almost a little bit of grief um, along the narrative. It was during my uh, playing this game when I realized that actually, do you know what? I think this is a really powerful medium for people to experience and encounter Jesus. And I thought, how great would it be if I could actually turn this into something that I could use for evangelism, that I could use for outreach, 
and that actually young people would actually come to and, uh, and just have a completely different type of expression of the gospel. That's awesome. Um, what do you think as far as your direct game? So is this your, your first game that you're developing right now is the, the, what is it called again? Uh, discover God. So what it is basically is a resource, uh, for churches, for Christians at home, um, where people can interact with scripture. Um, it is our first experience that's coming out. However, the purpose of it is almost going to be a, like a series in which there's kind of like a staircase in that staircase, there's going to be a revelation of God in the person of Jesus, kind of step by step. Um, and hopefully at the end of that staircase or at the end of the series, people will come away and be like, you know what? I never knew that about Jesus. I never knew that about Christians. I never knew that's what they actually believed. I never knew that's what he did. And because virtual, virtual reality is immersive and you experience it, I'm hoping that you would actually get a different understanding of the works of Christ. Um, so sorry, I, did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, so my question now is, um, so you said you're partnering with Numinous Games, and I know we discussed this you know, before the interview that um, they're kind of helping you with the VR aspect of it. Um, what kind of started that partnership? I know that you played their game, um, which which I've seen, and it looks it looks tremendous, and it's you know it's something that I definitely have on a list to get get to. Um, but what what kind of started that partnership, and how has that developed, and how are they helping you? Yeah, so when I played their game, that Dragon Cancer, um, I knew that they were incredibly gifted. I knew that they had something really special um, that they could do. Um, almost like a God-given talent, really, is the way that I looked at it, because it is the Christian faith-based experience, that dragon cancer. And so what I actually did is I just looked them up, found uh, Ryan Green and Josh Larson's emails, and I just emailed them, and I reached out, and I said, listen, I got a crazy idea. Uh, and they emailed me back, and they're like, who are you, <laughs> right? Like, who's this guy? And I, I basically told them, like, how I came into contact with their game, I told them uh, what I was thinking and they're just like, listen, like we don't work with individuals. Cause I was, do you know what I mean? I was just yeah. pretty much on my own. I didn't have the studio yet. I didn't have, nothing was uh, actually done or built up. And I convinced them through, you know, a little back and forth. And I was like, just hear me out. Just hear me out. We're all Christians. I'm here for the kingdom. I want to introduce people to God, to to Jesus and for God to reveal his glory. And I think that you guys could actually really help me do this. And so I gave them like a, you know, the, the elevator pitch and they were kind of like, whoa, like this is what you, you want to do with Jesus. And I'm just like, yeah, let's do a Jesus game. And they just, they, I think they thought about it for like a week or something and they emailed me back and they said, yeah, let's give it a go. And so it's been, it's been a process. Um, so yeah, that's, that's actually how it all came to fruition. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I know, uh, I, I played that dragon cancer uh, a while back. Um, so definitely, you, you know, I would recommend that for everybody going out there. Um, and, and just a neat emotional experience. So I'm excited to see what they can bring and what you can bring to, to doing that VR experience. Um, so I've got a question. Um, I know there's, there's another Jesus Christ game out there. Tell me like, what's unique about your game. Um, and even like the, I think there's like a 2d scroller game. Uh, called Jesus Christ RPG out there on Steam. 
Um, what's unique about your game that's going to the bring a unique take on Jesus uh, and the Jesus story um, that's different than the other games? So um, the I Am Jesus, um, I think it's not out yet. Um, no. I haven't seen the other one that you mentioned. But one of the things, and I'm not critiquing, I think that, you know, um, I encourage any Christian ministry, first and foremost. I think that we should encourage each other, support each other, champion each other, especially in these types of uh, industries and sectors, because it's we're kind of, we've got our back against the wall, don't we? Like when we're talking about Christians and video games and Christians and movies, it, because it's always the Christians who are the last ones to catch up. And so I encourage any ministry who is stepping out in boldness to represent Christ somewhere where Christ is not usually represented. Um, one of the Amen. unique things I think about, one of the unique things I think about what we're trying to do on our take is coming from a, a theological perspective. First of all, I think that um, we believe in a creative God and actually we are his creative people. And so therefore I believe that we have the ability the God-given ability to come up with really creative, imaginative ways to represent the gospel, to display the gospel, to show the gospel. How do I do that in the video game? One of the things that I've really focused on in my ministry, working with um, at-risk youth, working with young people, working with uh, prisoners in prison chaplaincy, one of the key things for me that I know is important for people to understand is their personal relationship with Christ, their personal relationship with God. And that's one of the things that I want to focus on in the game is actually um, show them why and how Jesus made an impact in people's lives personally, not just through the cosmos and not just for the world and not just for creation, but actually for you, David, what does it mean for Christ to be your savior? For you, Russell, what does it mean that Jesus died for you? That's what I want people to walk away with. And I wanna do so in a way that's actually fun and interactive, which is gonna be the challenge, but I think that we can pull it off. Um, and so part of what we're doing is, for example, the first episode is the healing by the pool, John chapter five, the healing of the lame man. And um, when Jesus goes and touches the lame man, all of a sudden the user, the perspective goes into the layman and part of the gameplay will actually be the layman trying to fight all those times, trying to get into the pool and people kicking him out the way, pushing him out the way. Um, and his struggle and his frustration and his sadness and his grief of not being able to get into the pool. And then one day his savior comes and it's Jesus. And so that is what I want people to realize and that's going to be part of the gameplay which i believe is unique to our experience that's amazing i i think especially um i mean let me just speak to this for a second um for me so i grew up as a, a pastor's kid i grew up i was always in the church so for me like the the church and god were always like the backdrop and they were they were a, a fundamental kind of just um they were a part of my existence but as such, like I very rarely questioned whether or not I had a relationship with Christ. Uh, and I, you know, it was, it was always just there and it was taken for granted. Uh, and so when I actually started into my process of ministry, um, you know, one of the first things that people came back to me with some feedback was like, we hear all of your knowledge, but we don't hear your heart. I mean, we don't, we don't hear that you actually love Jesus. We hear that you know a lot about Jesus. We hear that you're well studied, but but we want to hear your heart. And so I think it's amazing that you're taking this, this perspective 
to approach the heart center of this uh, and, and how cool and how unique to switch perspectives, not just to like be Jesus. Cause this was my other question. It was like, you know, how do we walk away from this game relationship with Jesus, not feeling like we are Jesus, right? You know, like, like not walking away being like, all right, I healed a bunch of people and I walked on water. So now I'm good. Um, but I think that's an amazing take to, to be able to flip perspectives um, and how liberating it must feel to go from being that lame man, not being able to access the pool to feel Jesus pushing through for you and, and advocating on your behalf. Um, such a neat thing. Russ, you got any, anything to say on that? Uh, I mean, I love the message and I love the idea. I'm really, I'm really excited to see how it's executed and, and what it looks like. Um, Cause I think we desperately need that, which kind of brings you back to an, another question that I had for you, George. Um, obviously you said, you know, just like a lot of us, you grew up playing a lot of the different secular video games and stuff out there. Um, what is your way of kind of trying to bring this quality and, you know, kind of bridge the gap and make this game really accessible for like just the regular secular gamer? <clears throat> I think part of it is um, stepping into the game gaming world. Um, if you look at statistics and research, actually, there's 2.5 billion people worldwide who play video games. There's less Christians than that. So the fact that more people will identify as a video gamer than as a Christian, to me, that I find that exciting, but I also find that a bit troubling, right? Yeah. Um, the way that I look at this situation is actually, for me, what God has put in my heart, and I feel as part of the calling to this, is that video gamers are, are a new mission field. Video gamers are actually a people group who uh, they need certain type of stimulation in their minds when they play video games. Do you know what I mean? And so that Dragon Cancer, if you've played it, it's actually a really slow game. It takes a bit. You're like, eh, eh, eh. Do you know what I mean? If you're, yeah. not looking for <laughs> if you're not looking for something specific in that game, you, to be honest, you're just like, no, this is not like, this isn't Fortnite. Do you know what I mean? This isn't like, yeah. like I need something quick. I need some, this isn't Call of Duty. Um, and so I think that part of part of it is a, prog a progression. Do you know what I mean? Part of this is actually a process. Um, I'm not coming out with the next Fortnite and this like the Christian version of Fortnite. This is not the <laughs> Christian version of Assassin's Creed. However, I think that that is actually the, one of our goals is to come out with something quality for PlayStation, for Xbox, and that actually a, a legit gamer will be like, this is dope. Like, I want to play this, and I want to play it all. I want to get my friends to play it. Um, and so part of it, part of the challenge that we've kind of realized and encountered um, thinking forward is actually how do you build a community around a Christ Jesus game and uh, one of the things that we're working on, for example, is just having a multi-user mode where actually a whole bunch of people can come into the experience. Um, right now, to be honest, it, it is more geared towards Christians and more as a resource. However, I want to make it so that a non-Christian could just jump on this and be like, wow, this is actually really cool. Um, so it's a progression. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. it, it's a new field for not just me, but actually for all of us. And I think it's an exciting time uh, to kind of start getting involved in this, in this, in the gaming stuff. Yeah, I mean that's 
that's kind of our goal here with Crossfire and, and doing this podcast. And we kind of talked about it. And when we when we discovered the like Christian gaming community that we didn't even know existed, um, yeah. it's been kind of interesting to see what people are making and what they're trying to do. Um, and, you know, that's kind of going to be our goal is how can we spotlight this, you know, other side of things outside of that and get people more interested in that. And then on the other side, with me working with kids, and I'll, I'll tell you, like, your idea is would be an amazing tool to use in like youth group and with kids and stuff like that. For instance, um, I don't know if you've heard of the Bible Project on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I've used that with my kids and to see the way that they were able to pick up those Bible stories then after that, you know, going into it, they call themselves Christians, but none of them could tell me, you know, the full story of Moses or, you know, the full, the full Jesus story and, and all these different details. And once I started showing them that interactive, you know, easy to, to understand in the media form that they are used to, you know, they were able to recite and tell me about the story. They were able to tell me, you know, what the the journey to the promised land looked like and all the different things they had to go through. So seeing your idea with this game, I mean, I could totally see, you know, game night at the church and, you know, everybody let's play through this, this, you know, game and, and do the discover God game and, and bring a VR headset and see what it looks like. So I definitely think, I mean, you're on the right path completely with this. And I'm very excited to see what that looks like. Speaking of which, um, what uh, what platforms are you looking to release on um, initially, and and what does that release timeline and frame are, is looking like right now? Let me let me add something to what you just said, and then I'll answer your yeah. question. In my own experience as a youth pastor in the past, I've used video games uh, to teach you know uh, biblical principles, fundamentals, um, something really quick that comes to mind is like I've used like a maze game app and then I'm just like get out the maze and I'm like Jesus is our GPS do you know what I mean like he'll guide yeah. us and you'll never get lost type of thing but actually do you know what I've had kids line up to play like a maze game map do you know what I mean like in poor and deprived neighborhoods where kids don't have cell phones I pull out my cell phone and they all want to play and I've seen video games actually break down barriers and actually disarm young people and, and adults as well. I've had youth groups where actually I've had like that one kid who doesn't engage with anybody who keeps to himself, but he keeps coming to group. Doesn't want to talk to me. Doesn't want to have a chat with anybody. I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, I will beat you at FIFA. And he's just like, what? So I'm like, I throw the controller at him and we start playing FIFA completely different kid all of a sudden he's talking to me like crazy he's like joking around and i'm like that is the power of video games i think that video games offer almost an open table where all are invited it doesn't matter what age what race what ethnicity it doesn't matter none of that everybody is allowed to play video games and everybody can interact with video games um the problem that christians are notorious for is actually getting something secular and trying to jam Jesus into it and just doing a really, really, really bad job, like playing FIFA. I've seen, I'm not going to say any names, but I've seen youth pastors play FIFA with a kid who's not a Christian and they're having a really good time. And then all of a sudden, like the young person scores a goal and the pastor's like, that was a really great goal. Do you know what else was great? When Jesus died on the cross, and you're like, yo, you just ruined it. Like, that's such a horrible thing to do. Yeah. And 
and and and that's one of the things that I'm actually trying to avoid is I don't want to try to trick people. I don't want to disguise the gospel as something else. I don't want it to um, kind of mirror or shadow. To me, Jesus is enough. And actually, I think that the world of the gospel, when you start talking about ancient Israel and Jerusalem, that is such an alien concept to kids in a city, to kid, to like modern day like young people that actually, I think that they'll actually be intrigued when you when they start seeing like what you're actually playing. Um, Going to your question, uh, when do I plan this thing to get released? We're aiming for the 15th, um, and hopefully we'll be able to stick to that. Obviously, because of COVID-19, it's just really difficult for like to just kind of stick to any type of deadline. Um, mm-hmm. People have, you know, people are struggling right now. It's difficult to work from home. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're hoping for the 15th of this month. Awesome. Okay. And what uh, what platforms is it coming out on? Uh, Oculus Quest. So you'll be actually, you have to get it on the side quest, but which is kind of like an app that you download on Oculus, but it will be, it'll, you'll have to use the Oculus Quest headset. Okay. That's right. awesome. Do you have right any on. plans for other platforms or anything like that in the future or, um, you know, non-VR version? Yeah. So I realized that part of the issue um, so part of our goal is for people to use this widely. And obviously, if I make something for uh, Oculus Quest, <laughs> you know that you got like a really small percentage of the population who has the Oculus Quest. Um, part of what we're doing is, talk, is talking to global missions organizations um, who do missions worldwide. I'm talking like really big organizations that do really, really amazing work that are already um, reaching out to people in countries like Southeast Asia and uh, South America. And so part of what I want to do is make this available with playable with a cardboard headset. Yeah. Uh, so that you can have, like, a little Android phone and all you need is a cardboard and then you're good to go. Another thing that we're doing is um, adapting it to like a regular flat screen mode. So that actually it's available on iOS and Android so that people can just play. Um, we decided to go with VR because for me, for, and Newman is kind of see it as the future, right? We want to be ahead of the curve a bit. And I think that virtual reality offers something that, um, a regular just kind of staring at a screen doesn't, um, part of it is the fact that you become immersed, like you step into a world and you become part of the world. So what are video games? Video games are essentially stories that you become a part of. And I think that Christians, we have the story. And so actually to become part of the story of God in a really unique, different way, I think it's really powerful to be fully immersed in the biblical narrative and partake in it, I think will completely foster a new understanding of the Bible. Part of the thinking and thought process that goes behind that is, it goes a bit deeper. I don't want to just say that you know on a superficial level kids like video games let's make a video game it's it's not just that there's actually a teaching pedagogy called informal education that says experience is the best teacher and so i want people to experience the bible through participating in it and that is the uniqueness of virtual reality that i think other mediums just don't offer at the moment yeah. And I, I've talked a lot about, um, on the podcast before, just about the importance of story 
um, and always asking the question of like, what stories are we telling in video games? You know, whether it's, um, you know, stories of equality or stories of justice or stories of injustice, um, you know, or like that dragon cancer stories of grief and lament and, and processing through life and death. You know, there's a whole, you know, eschatology there that's, that's, you know, wrapped up in that. Uh, not, not to mention theology, right? There's a lot of, uh, of, um, navigating through like, you know, what theologies are helpful and not. And, um, so I'm, I'm loving what you're doing. I think it's great that you're, you're bringing this story to this medium, especially as we look at, you know, I mean, as, as much as it's great to have the scriptures, right. For, for years, they were just oral stories and then eventually they got written down and then we've just held on to the written versions for so long. And, and, you know, and then we made some really awkward movies, some great, some not, you know, um, you know, and, and I think it's amazing to see the story of Christ coming into a video game platform. And like you're talking about to be fully immersive in VR. Um, what an amazing thing. So, um, any last comments, uh, George, before wrapping up, obviously we're looking forward to your game release on Oculus quest, uh, on this month, June 15th. Um, any last, uh, any last words before we wrap it up? Yeah, just let me piggyback on your last comments there about the scriptures being oral tradition. I think that that's something incredibly powerful in experiencing God's word in different ways. Um, I've actually kind of started to just listen to scripture like audio. Do you know what I mean? And I actually I I'm, I love reading the Bible. I'm not trying to take nothing away from reading the Bible. But when you experience it in different ways, it actually you experience it differently. Yeah. I've noticed that when I was in um, in Bible college, a lot of my friends had dyslexia, and so they struggled to read. And so I think that when we say that God speaks to people who read Scripture, we kind of alienate a people group who maybe can't read, or people who aren't good at reading, or who actually aren't able to read. Um, and actually, I think that God's word is not static. I think it's moving. I think it, it, it in and us in through in and through us and through the world. And I think that to be able to experience it in different ways, I think is incredibly powerful. Always based on the Bible. Always based on the social political context of the time as well. Do you know what I mean? But actually, I think God is so much deeper and broader than we 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 have experienced so far. I think that we're just barely scratching the surface. Um, that's it for me. I can go on off all day. Um, <laughs> you know what? I've had such a good conversation with you guys. Thank you guys so much for your ministry. Thank you for your lives. Thank you for everything that you do. And please continue to do what you do. And George, we, we really appreciate the work that you're doing, especially bringing this, this uh, story, this, the ultimate story, um, bringing it into people's lives in a new and exciting way. And we've had a great time talking with you. Um, and, and I just wanted to, the last comment I say, and then we'll close. Uh, is I think that one of the things we've always been doing with scriptures has been interpreting them and translating them. And, you know, especially since we started translating them into more languages, uh, we've been translating them into English and into Japanese and into Swahili. And, uh, you know, you are taking this and you're translating it into a visual medium that's a new language. Uh, and I love the fact that you're including interpreting it into the language of the heart. Um, that I think is one of the most exciting things. So George, just thank you so much for coming on, telling us about your game. Um, once again, everybody out there looking for, uh, this exciting game, discover God on, uh, VR on Oculus quest on June 15th. Thank you again, George. And we will chat with you later. 
amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. George. All right, God bless you. Cross.